0: The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters.
1: Well, hello and welcome back to the Potty Plotters Plotcast Podcast. This is Series 2 and Episode 4. I'm Julia. And I'm Elaine. And we are potty plotters but that's a different thing altogether oh. when we do talks. Okay, well I thought we remind together you, anymore. well I thought it had help to remind you because this <laughs> this week when we went out and did a talk you actually said you were Julia, didn't you? <laughs> did you? Yeah. That's so, you know, it's been a long week. I thought I'd help <laughs> you catch you. up a little bit. <laughs> okay. And so what are we doing this week? We're going to be talking to Dave and Pete. Yeah, who are they? Uh, I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, well, how, how are we going to talk to them if we don't know who they are? Well, we're going to talk to Dave Kerry. Oh, yeah. And he's. Oh, from Growwell. Yes, from okay. Growwell, yes. Uh, the, that poor man that we go and badger occasionally <laughs> to get our compost and all right. of the other bits and bobs. So he's agreed okay. to talk to us on this here podcast. Yes. Um, and we think he's got a few things that uh, would be useful, really, just to explain a little bit about Pete and the Pete ban and what it's all oh, about. Yeah, right. Oh, right then yeah. yeah got yeah and are you setting some shallots and onions i am okay and um i'm looking at a few flower seeds for the rest of the season so uh oh, yeah. that's worth listening to then yeah. i might listen to it myself
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway elaine how do people get in touch with us right, right. then so facebook instagram and x app potty plotters TikTok at the Potty Plotters, email us NaughtyCorner at PottyPlotters.uk or go to our website, PottyPlotters.uk. And maybe this series, Gareth could actually sort out a twiddly musical bit to go with that. Just saying, in case he's listening. Well, I'm I just... think we've got one. Oh,
3: we I'm... have. We have got one.
1: Oh, yeah, we have. got oh, I was just thinking you could bring out your banjo that you were talking about. The Did thing you thing know thing that you can play a banjo? Thing. There's I don't think things. I want to know if she can no, play a banjo. No. no, we have
3: got one. We use it occasionally. Oh,
1: okay. We, we,
3: we had the professional do it.
1: Uh, oh, you put your banjo away, Lane. Oh. No, he
3: doesn't play a banjo. He just speaks. Does He's he, a, sing? he might do. Mm. If you pay him enough, he'll sing, I suppose. Oh. I mean, well, if most you pay people. Me, yeah. No, we pay you to not sing. Oh,
1: <laughs> We've worked so hard, Elaine, to get this audience figures up a little bit. And you're going to sing, I think. No, I don't think Gareth will allow that.
3: If we get chopped out, don't worry.
1: <laughs> so, as we say, we've got coming up, we're speaking to David. And also, we're going to catch up on a few things that we've spoken about previously. Good. And uh, we're going to talk about seed packet information. And we want you to hold fire. Dead important. Yes.
0: Contact the Potty Plotters anytime on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Potty Plotters or email naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk.
2: Another thing is, Julia, you know that we've asked people in the past and they have sponsored us, which has been wonderful, marvellous, and being able to uh, support us really in getting things that we need for the podcast. Yeah. Well, we're going to go along a new line, which is called Kofi, that's... F I Kofi, coffee. like coffee but not. Is that anything to do with Kofi
1: or no? Oh No.
3: Uh, no. Do okay. you want me to explain? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah right,
3: please. So, you'll so, make it
1: easy, won't you?
3: I'll, I'll try to make it okay. easy. So if if at any point you don't understand, stop and I'll explain it again. Okay. okay. So Kofi, you're quite right, is like coffee. But if if you type coffee.com into a search engine, you'll obviously get coffee. This enables... Um, our listeners and our friends to tip us you know you know when you go out for a meal and you yeah. and you slip a couple of quid to the to the server yeah. because they've given you really good service or yeah. you've had a really nice meal it's a very similar thing to that so it's ko-fi.com which is ko-fi.com slash the Potty Plotters, and it allows you to leave us a tip to allow us to keep uh, making the podcast and to keep uh, progressing so we'll be eternally grateful to you if you would love to uh, sponsor us and you'll get a shout out as well I'll do all the shout outs who was the the lady who uh, really liked my voice you know the one that needed help is it Dawn Dawn yeah yeah, Dawn so Dawn you're going to hear a lot more of my voice unfortunately
1: Dawn if you uh, sponsor us we'll get Gareth to say whatever you like oh hello now (laughs) thanks. no no
3: no no. that's called pimping (laughs) And you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all
1: right.
2: well, so it's,
3: it's kofi.com, ko hyphen fi.com icom slash the potty plotters and it's all there. You can. It's quite easy to do.
2: Yeah. And the other thing is that he was talking about tips. What a lovely link to our own tip. Oh, what?
1: Don't back a three-legged donkey? <laughs> no.
2: Oh, all no. right, okay. No, this week we're going to do a tip. Yes. And our tip this week is all about seed packets. Oh, yes. Now then, all about seed packets. Julia, how many times do we go to different places where they say that they've had problems growing things? They show us like their tomatoes and we normally say, what variety are these? They look at us gone out and they say, I don't know. And then I say, have you got the seed packet? They say, no, I chuck that. Yeah. Right. What I'm going to say to you is... Keep Keep your seed packet, hang it up, make a washing line, pin them around your door to the greenhouse or anything similar.
1: But don't throw them away. You might need them in the future. Exactly, because whilst you may plant a cabbage, there's hundreds of cabbages. So we need to know which one if we're
0: going to help you solve any problems. Hints and tips for shortcuts to success. The Potty Plotters Podcast.
1: So it's a couple of weeks since uh, we planted the sweet peas. How are they going, Elaine? Well, mine are going extremely well. I've moved them outside,
2: Julia, and I've pinched out the top. So I let them grow to a rat. Well, actually, they shot up in no time. Yeah. And, uh, and I've taken the tops out. So all I've done with my finger. Nails literally is take them down to about three inches, and they're much much happier. And I've moved them outside into the greenhouse, so coming along nicely. Now then,
1: what about yours? Uh, Well, the sweet peas are going great guns, and and as you know, I've been using the container method that we use and planting them on, and I've got hundreds and hundreds of sweet peas. So we'll smell beautiful in the summer, Elaine.
2: Lovely. And I thought that you'd put some in your polytunnel, or was I wrong?
1: Uh, No, no. Have you been in? investigating when I've not been there I
2: did have a little look when you asked me to shut the door the other day when it was snowing
1: well do you remember when Keith said to us uh, Keith Fern who was on episode 13 well Keith told me to plant my sweet peas over the winter which I did Mm. and they've really got going and of course they're ready to go in so I thought perfect place polytunnel so they're in and planted and already climbing the um, netting that i put up for them
2: in! let's see how they go on as these go on as well and what about your chillies
1: well the chillies uh the first lot i have to admit there was a bit of a failure oh. um and i think that's because we actually had the packet out of a cupboard that really it wasn't kept in ideal conditions so what i've done is started all over again and now i've just got some poking through because remember that chillies need quite a warm temperature to get them germinated what like the ones that have in my conservatory hmm are yes. you bragging
2: yes, yes well I done am. Yes. okay mine have all come through so i'm happy with that and it is march so let's hope that they are literally marching on and what about your snapdragons well they're Ooh, trumpet get the trumpet out oh there's a feather up there and i thought it was a giant sloth <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, but (laughs) we're in another building, we'll come to that in a minute, but I just (laughs) looked up and I could see it, I thought, oh my
1: word. (laughs) Anyway, moving on, so what was I rambling on about Snapdragons? Yes, they're up, they're through, they're running, so, and now, I've gone a bit mad again, I've seen some more on the internet and I've ordered more varieties, honestly, my plot, it'll be like a, a, well, Snapdragon uh, field, I think, by the time I've finished. Brilliant, and are you keeping yours indoors or outdoors? At the moment, yeah. um I'm keeping them indoors. Yes, okay. I'm keeping them at home just because they need a bit more temperature. So when they've
2: germinated, that means that they've come through the soil and they've yeah. started to grow. Are you keeping them indoors then or outdoors again?
1: No, I shall keep them indoors and I'm going to leave them a little bit longer until they start to put on the first set of seeds. And if you remember... First set
2: of seeds? Do you mean leaves? That's the one.
1: <laughs> What's in that tea? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, right. yeah, I'm going to let them grow on yeah. and develop the first set of leaves. Yeah. Um, if you remember the ones that we did on air, I did use that uh, method of using yeah. the uh, toothpick, stick yeah, yeah cocktail stick, yeah. and prick them out and put them yeah. in the individual cells. So, those ones are fine. I shall just leave those growing in those cells, but I've also done more. On trays, and so I shall be pricking them out a bit later on, but uh, full steam ahead with the snapdragons. Well, actually, it did make me laugh because we did get some correspondence in from Rachel
2: over in Nottinghamshire. She did make me laugh because she said, I thought you might want to see the photograph of my snapdragons. Oh. So I had a look and she said, not the time, not that she put something funny like, I, not the time pedantic, but I've got 241 seedlings that have come through. And I thought, this is sad, Rachel, that you've got the time to care." (laughs) Yeah,
1: but nevertheless, thanks for getting in touch. (laughs) And you've been redesigning your plot again, haven't you?
2: I have, yeah. And um, I can say now, Julia, that with lots and lots of help with people, with barrows, last Tuesday, I've actually finished my raised beds. I'm so pleased, honestly. Everywhere is looking fine now. I've just got the bottom third of the plot that I want to just rehash. So I'm going to dig that back over and then I am going to put some raised beds in there. But... Honestly, it was just like steam trains, Want it, last yeah. week? Do you I remember? am still
1: feeling it. Yeah. Oh, you? My <laughs> yeah, My arms came out of the
2: sockets. <laughs> Blorming. Uh, yeah. So we put in three quarters of a tonne of um, sharp sand. And then we also did, well, I don't know. Um, must have I been. don't know. It must have been 50 barrel loads of uh, topsoil. Yeah. Because Kev, plot two, didn't want his topsoil because he's cutting out um, a lot of his... Area and he's making some really tall um, raised, raised beds, beds yeah, it, and they yeah. are absolutely lovely. So he didn't want the soil, so I said, Well, that'll help mine, help it, it filled it, yeah. So, yeah, we had a good day. At I did it. point
1: out the error of your ways, though, instead of buying something from uh, the place where we normally buy yeah. topsoil, I did say to you, Of course, if you have brilliant crops in those yes. beds, Kev will claim responsibility, yeah. and if they're not good i'm going to blame him anyway okay so okay. either way i don't know which way good. i want it to go for you now <laughs>
2: <laughs> well we'll find out very shortly but yes yeah, so i'm dead pleased with that What about you your fruit cage has gone yeah you're being i noticed that you have been digging in your polytunnel yeah so that's looking clean smart and tidy The raspberries are all ni-
1: nice and neat yes they're so everything's all
2: in coming along nicely yeah
1: the, the raspberries are in i've only been digging on the uh digging side of the polytunnel yep. like i say everything on my plot is eventually going no dig but i've not got comm- complete time to do all of that so um, yeah but another thing that we've been doing this week that I think is worth mentioning we've been helping on the community plot that we've been working with and they were after some slabs now if you're after some slabs yes people can go out and buy new ones but what a waste because people are always having patios and things taken up so straight away on marketplace and I did see some going for free so I was on it straight away over there collecting 57 slabs in my car Don't mention that to my husband. But anyway, 57 slabs later. But what happened was I built up a nice new relationship with a landscaper who's going to contact me if we need any more free slabs.
2: That's dead good. The other thing is, Julia, now is the time to be sorting everything out. So you need to be planning as to what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. I'm just going to glance across the table at said Gareth. Mm. And um, maybe it's time that we did have a look at his greenhouse and his garden as to what he's been up to
3: not very much it's been, it's been okay. horrible weather hasn't, hasn't it
2: oh yeah right the, yeah. Well, the horrible weather has obviously put you off but it hasn't put us off mm-hmm. so I think perhaps we'll come to your house next week and have a look what you've been doing
0: the Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters
2: Seed potatoes, what have you been doing with them? Right, I've put mine out for chitting, so they are sprouting nicely. And I'm just going to reiterate to people, if you want to grow potatoes, my advice is go for first earlies. They're the ones that are in the ground the least, at 10 to 12 weeks. And what's really lovely is that they're the ones I think that taste the best. Now, I know a lot of people would argue that, and that's fine, but I'm saying that I don't want them in the ground For up to 20 weeks i only want them in for about 10 to 12 weeks and then what i want to do is i want to plant afterwards okay so i should probably put my runner beans in where they've been but don't be in a hurry to plant the potatoes and i'm getting loud now oh you are well i am because everybody wants to get going the weather has been atrocious we've had snow we've had tons and tons of rain Don't be in a hurry. Let them be slow. Let them be happy. Let them get chitting, starting the little sprouts. That's all, Julia. We only want them up to about half an inch. And then we'll plant them when the soil is warm. You have
1: to work with the weather and the conditions, don't you? Because a lot of people will work to, say, Easter. Yeah. That's when my dad planted the potatoes. Yeah. Well, Easter moves, doesn't it? It
2: does. And it moves month to month. So we can be at the beginning of March, right the way to the end of April. So no, that doesn't actually make a lot of sense. The way to do it is to test it by putting your hand on the soil and seeing if it's warming up. But you'll know because you can tap one of your layers off.
1: Oh, right. Mm. What, go down to five? Uh, well, maybe four.
0: OK. Top-notch advice. No Latin included. The Potty Plotters Podcast.
1: And what's that you've got in that bag being right, in front and of you? Right, over here, Julia, I have got golden
2: gourmet shallots. Ooh. Now then, I've brought it in the microphone, but... I've bought these. Um, They're not expensive, but I prefer to do shallots than I do onions. Now, I know that we talked about them on the previous series, but what I want to reiterate to people is the difference between shallots and onions.
1: You've grown onions from seed, have you not? I have, yes. What kind have you grown? Um, Oh, gosh, I think we did... exhibition because i think that's when we were having a competition with kev plot too that's right now you've grown yours from seed and you
2: started them was it about november time
1: yeah december time i think we okay. started with them. so
2: they've been grown for some time and they're in multi-purpose compost yeah. and are they in your greenhouse
1: uh, yes they are
2: right so they're growing nice and slowly yes yeah the difference is i've got sets Have you? Yes. (laughs) Say that
1: again. You've got what?
2: (laughs) Sets. S-E-T-S. So I've got a set which is just another word for a bulb because in front of me I have got this one and it just looks like a little daffodil bulb. Okay. That's all but it's a shallot. Now then what's going to happen Julia is when you plant a shallot you normally get five back. When you plant one of
1: your onions what do you get? Um, victory over Kevin
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes definitely (laughs) but you just get
1: one onion back don't you although hopefully it'll be a whopper yes it will Uh,
2: accepting that but it's one onion equals one onion it does one shallot set equals round about six and sometimes it's more than that six um, shallots that come back I use mine for cooking and pickling and these will not be ready I'm not going to put them in yet anyway but these will not be ready until round about end of July when they die back so what we're going to do now is we normally would get them into cell trays we're not going to plant them into the ground because it's too wet and it's too cold and onions don't like that can
1: anybody do that? because I know that obviously on our site you're holding back because of the flooding and also the conditions but say you're on a nice site that's a bit warmer and and you've got nice sandy soil to plant them in at this time of year would you be putting them out still or would you? I
2: wouldn't things have gone wrong so many different times that I've learned from it and it's a waste of money to do it so all I would do is get a cell tray with six cells in it so those that we've used before put multi-purpose compost in half of it and then literally sit it make sure that the hairy bottom is at the bottom not at the top leave it in that soil and leave it in the greenhouse and you'll find as soon as it starts to warm up they'll start to shoot from the top it's only when they start to shoot from the top that i'm going to put them outside when i know that it's Good to do it, yeah. and also, and I have got those raised beds that have already got oh, that yeah. sand in, so they are already, but I'm not going to do it yet. So, if you want to get them, I've got Golden Gourmet, and I'm just going to reiterate I'm not planting them in the allotment until the soil has warmed up.
0: The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters.
2: Well, Julia, we're in a porter cabin at the moment. We haven't said it yet to the
1: listeners, no. but um, how exciting that we're out and about! I know, out and about, outside those gates, and uh, we've come up north a little bit north from where we are, but somewhere that we visit quite regularly, and also we come and pester these poor people here, don't we?
2: Yes, because we love coming here, and we're at Growwell. Hill at Ripley, Derbyshire. And sitting, looking very frightened across the side from me, is David, David Kerry. Thanks ever so much for being pushed into doing this, Dave.
4: I think volunteered, I think, is the correct word.
2: Yeah, right. Okay, then. Well, we wanted to talk to you about peat. So why is it then that they're talking about a peat ban? Why have we got to ban it? You know, it's become such a hot topic with those gardeners anyway. But what's going to be the advantage of banning it?
4: They... Environmental argument for banning peat is, the, is that peat bogs, and there is no argument about this, are a repository, a lock in, a store of CO2. Yeah. Yeah. When effectively you harvest the peat, you effectively release that CO2, CO2 that yeah. has been stored. So it is environmentally damaging to release CO2. And also, in the past, peat extractors have taken peat bogs down to the bedrock, so totally destroyed them. Yeah, yeah. And in certain parts of the UK, peatlands play a very important part in the ecology and for bird life, protected species like in harriers, etc., and also help soak up water and prevent flooding, So there has been a downgrading of peat bogs. So the whole argument is that extracting peat for us to use in our gardens does cause ecological issues.
2: OK. However, it does keep people in work. It does.
4: And the majority now of peat, except for some, I believe, in Somerset, there's very little peat extraction taking place in England. Virtually no peat extraction taking place in Wales. There is some peat extraction t- still taking place in Scotland, but the majority of peat extraction that we see and goes into our retail products comes from Northern Ireland.
1: Why is it that gardeners are so reluctant to give up peat? Is What is the value of peat in compost to a gardener?
4: I would say there are a number of advantages. One is peat is an inert substance Mm. as in it's not active yeah it basically has a consistent ph when mixed with lime can be basically made to what you want it is good at holding water it is good at holding nutrients it's been massively used since the 1960s by generations of gardeners a quality peat based compost is still relatively cost-effective
2: And that answers the next part of the question, because when we've actually bought um, peat-free compost, it costs a lot of money, and yet there doesn't seem to be as many nutrients in it. So how is it going to affect the ordinary person on the street?
4: Peat-free is a generic name, and you have to be very careful about that. Peat is one one substance. When you talk about peat-free, you're talking about a range of products. The most common ingredients in a peat-free is coir, bark, wood fibre and green waste.
2: And the nutrients in those then, compared to peat?
4: The nutrients that will be in there will be no different.
1: Is that because fertilisers and additional things have had to be added to the compost?
4: Correct. If you would got a peat-based compost or a peat-free-based compost, you would add certain things to it depending on the mix compost that say they've got four to six months nutrient in there then that would be an additional fertilizer that put, is put into the mix.
2: So if it is that we use for instance peat free and mix it with that that has got peat in would be that maybe the way forward that we could start to introduce peat free better than we do at the moment because our experience has been very poor of the seedlings that we've grown for instance they've taken at least twice as long to get going and they're very very dry on the top the soil itself is very dry whereas you know if you stick your finger in it like julia always does it's wet through underneath so how can we educate the usual person on the street to get used to the changes that are coming
4: peat freeze can appear dry when they're actually not. And one of the criticisms of peat freeze is that they use a lot of additional water but when they don't actually need to. Yeah. If you do the finger test, actually as long as it's still moist or damp underneath that you don't have to water.
2: I mean what would you recommend then David because you are an expert and you might not like that title but you are you are a person that we come to for advice for so many different things on the allotment including this as to where we are with Pete and, and not Pete so what would your advice be then to us?
4: I think there's two things really one of them is it's about an individual's social conscience I think the smart money is, and George Hustis in an article, is saying that he thinks there's not going to be a peat ban in place until 2027. 2030 for professional, he probably isn't far wrong. Until that point, then probably a peat-based compost is still going to be available. Less and less, because I think the tide is moving away from peat. But whatever it's available and people are used to using it, then they are going to carry on with the tried and tested. The thing is, more and more people are moving towards peat-free. And the piece of advice I suppose I would give them, and which seems to be coming from the experts, is with peat-free, you get what you pay for. And unfortunately, that's probably 2 to 3 pounds a bag more than you would for the peat-equivalent look for mixers that contain coir bark fiber grow and look for sort of like reputable brands try and avoid products that contain green waste but choose a product and stick with it is my advice and get used to using it peat freeze are going to be different to peat yes they are going to require slightly more watering professionals talk about 18 percent more watering peat frees do not hold nutrients as well as peat so basically you will probably need to feed more and feeds that people do say to keep a lookout on is your magnesium levels and your calcium levels
2: i've seen on some bags of um, peat free compost there's some manufacturers dates david what's that all about
4: okay it's it's again you've hit on the big difference between peat based and peat free as i said earlier peat is a net So basically you can keep it forever because a peat bog's been for hundreds of thousands of years. Yes, some nutrient will leach out of it, but you can basically put the nutrient back in it and it'd be reasonably fine. So people sort of say to me, can I buy bags of compost and I'm going to keep them for years? Right. Peat frees are different, especially ones that have got bark, wood fibre in them there are still an active growing media. So basically, they're still actively breaking down.
2: Oh, so that's uh, like a sell-by date. For yes, it. so
4: really it's, with peat-freeze, it's basically used within a year of the yeah. manufacturer's date, probably ideally eight months. From So basically, where people used to stockpile peat-based yeah, yeah. compost, my advice and the advice of the industry with peat-freeze is by little and often.
2: Okay, so what we're going to do then is before we leave here, is if we fill the back of Julia's car, see what we can get in there, Uh, and then we'll report back as to how we're going on. Yeah. Because that has been tremendous. Thanks ever so much, David. And for the first time, I've actually understood
1: what this is all about. For you, Julia. Yeah, well, I've always um, kind of tried to experiment a bit with the peat free but yeah. it's made me more determined now and yeah. and it is about giving it the time yeah. and and just trying to understand the conditions that it needs rather than you know we've been treating it almost like we have peat compost yeah, and yeah. doing exactly side by side yeah. as you say I do stick my finger in just to yeah, check it mm. but uh, yeah I think we have to look at the alternatives because whether it's This year, next year or the year after, that is the direction we are going to go in. And rightly so um, for the environment, for for me, you know, for environmental reasons, that's a good reason to do it. It But yeah, yeah, we just need to experiment more. David, thanks ever so
2: much.
4: Thank you.
1: Flowers, Elaine what we, we've gone mad haven't we this <laughs> well we have well, we, we have yeah, yeah, going yeah. Mad yeah with more flowers well so. we had
2: such a lot of success last year and i do think that flowers are something that so many people love and as i've said before you know it's great when you can take flowers up to your neighbors next door they don't run off whereas they do when you take them a carrier bag another carrier bag of <laughs>
1: runner <a> beans <laughs> so why not so what are you going to grow them well i've got some more seeds that i've got ready that i'm going to start planting over the next couple of days so i've got some echinacea one called white spawn what seeds white swan yeah right Yeah, oh, okay then yeah um, I love echinacea um, and I've got these beautiful white ones because I thought they would make a nice compliment in the bouquets that we're sending yeah, they're them. like giant
2: daisies they yeah I love at.
1: them I absolutely love them and the bees love them as well so even yeah. if I didn't do anything with them in, in giving them away they'd be happy and they'd cheer me up and also I'm going to do some kind of flower fillers so I'm going to do some amy now then amy what, yeah what's amy it's like a, a fluffy headed flower that you could put in your arrangement like a bit um, what What does jonathan call them? um umbellifer or something um. are you making these words yeah. up now no, no but I Just can't because say we've them. had somebody who talks so
2: eloquently julia <laughs> suddenly it sounds like we can't put sentences together so you're talking what <laughs> amy yeah they're like big... amy and fluffy big heads <laughs> yeah right, okay well that's really going to go down very well with our listeners particularly new ones who think what I think you know what I mean I I just think
1: yeah (laughs) just like you know you get your bouquet and you get like a a big fluffy whiteness that kind of fills in between all the the single stem ones Gareth do you think that we ought to help her no
3: I think she's beyond (laughs) that
1: Okay, Maybe then. Then. Oh, i'm gonna put out some uh, pictures then when okay ready. that's so, a good yeah. idea that will help the listeners and you've already set the seeds no i am going to oh okay then how long will they take to germinate do you know oh uh, probably between seven and fourteen days I would All right. Yeah. so we'll
2: have an update next time on how you're going on with yeah. those because yeah. they will be in full bloom i thought in what august Yeah, probably before, actually. Oh, even better. Yeah. All right, then. Well, let's get cracking on them. And um, I'd like to just say thanks so much to uh, David, really. Uh, I mean, I could say thank you to you and Gareth, but I'm not. Instead, I'm just going to say thank you to David because it is for the first time I've understood what this is all
1: about with this Pete. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And what are you going to do about it, Elaine? Well,
2: um, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a go and I'm going to mix peat compost with other... Yeah. stuff yeah. and just see what results I get and I do believe in what he was saying was don't give up and no. first just keep on trying but don't keep changing the peat free that you're
1: using yeah. persevere with it so that you get to know it. Yeah I'll give you a bit of advice as well Elaine oh. don't use all your seeds in one go so that if it doesn't work the first time you can have a re-sow again the second time okay. so that you know it is trial and error so keep at it Okay I'll do that and next time what we're going to be doing? Well uh, you you said we're off on an outing somewhere nice where are we going i don't get the remember. Oh. <laughs> i was going to say i don't remember
2: saying all of those words in oh. that same sentence i said i think we're going out oh yeah I it's not nice some... why where
3: were we uh, going well yes my house is very nice
2: oh yes <laughs> we're not going in the house oh right. we, we well it's the house oh we've not got to philly's greenhouse again have we <laughs> Uh, well you're very close We're going to have a look At the greenhouse Probably clean it for him And we're going to go Into planning aren't oh, we Gareth And we yeah. can see the cat Yes Well you
3: might do She might not be there Oh. I've told you She she comes and goes As she pleases mm. Can I While would, would, you're allowing me to speak yeah. uh, Can I just remind the listeners That if they would like To support the podcast To keep us going And leave us a tip uh, We'd love them eternally for it And we'll give them a shout out If they want to head to Kofi.com That's K.O hyphen fi.com slash plotters and all the instructions are there and we will love you forever.
2: Aww. Oh, is that official? Are we going to start saying that now on the podcast?
3: Well, you stopped saying love the podcast oh. a long time ago. Oh. So we'll, we might have a new one. Yeah, we'll can see. you
1: send us those emails again with love the podcast or we just love you?
0: That'd yeah. be nice.
2: Is it because yeah. you just want some loving? Yeah. Okay, then. Well, Dave is washing up. So I think it's time for us to go. Okay. Come on.
0: The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters is an Amberland Media Production.